Well, hello there. My name is Belgaroth. I'm uh, an imp from the Nine Hells of Aled, and uh, normally I would use this opportunity to discuss, you know, supporting noobs and dragons through Patreon at, you know, patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, but instead I think I'll talk to you about uh, GameZilla. Now, you may already know that Noobs and Dragons is a part of the GameZilla Media Network, but you might not know that the network is named after its flagship show. Yes, it's uh, uh, a news show of sorts that uh, covers, uh, you know, video game news. Uh, Now, if that's interesting to you, make sure to uh, check out twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media in order to uh, see the show live Monday nights at around 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Otherwise, you can always catch that on your favorite uh, podcasting uh, services the very next morning, every Tuesday morning. I do hope that you enjoy that show, and otherwise, thank you for listening. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group had a discussion with the voice that's been following them, and it was revealed to be Illinok, the teeth of gnashing desire. Then they met with Balgaroth the Imp that they summoned at the Midori School of Magic when they first arrived in Narquelian. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the three of you are in the United Cellfire Church of Light, and you've just found out that Esther has been summoned as a defendant of Lucidia Grawl to try and prevent her from going to the Nine Hells of Aled. Uh, Bailgaroth, the imp you met way in the beginning of your adventure at the Midori School of Magic, has taken the guise of a tiefling uh, as he's in this plane, and he has been hired by somebody named Zalaman the Wretched. And he's invited you to speak with Zalaman the Wretched and do this uh, uh, trial, or you can hold off on it, and he says if too much time passes that, you know, it'll it'll essentially, you know, Lucidia Grawl will be dragged to hell and uh, bound to uh, Zalaman the Wretched. Uh, but, uh, uh, Jander, you did learn that uh, uh, by peeking into the memory of the thoughts of uh, uh, Balgaroth that this Zalaman the Wretched is a uh, hunched figure in a red cloak. You can't see his face, and he's really, really determined to get a hold of Lucidia Grawl's soul. It looks like he isn't very interested in the justice that Baelgaroth is claiming and more interested in binding uh, this soul to him. So, Bale, Bale. Hey, Bale. Uh, yes. Why don't you let me know why that uh, hunched-over red cloak guy, why he has to have Lucidia Grawl's soul. Why don't you tell me that? Well, that is Zalaman the Wretched, and he... Merely wishes for justice to be done, I assure you. Oh, because I think I'm pretty sure that uh, something about either we got to be on your side or make sure we're not in the way because he has to have that soul. So why don't you just uh, actually let us know what's going on here and maybe we can work something out. Like maybe I will go talk to uh, your buddy here and we can uh, work a deal out because in my opinion, this soul belongs in hell anyway. So I just want some truth here. He says, well, you can't get something for nothing. And in essentially persecuting 
Lucidia Grawl, Zalaman the Wretched will be gaining control of the soul of Lucidia Grawl. What does that mean? Like Lucidia Grawl can come back to life? No, don't be silly. Well, I mean, I guess you can be a little silly. There are certain spells out there to do such things, but to the best of my knowledge, Zalaman the Wretched is merely a powerful warlock who has bound a multitude of souls and mm. beings to himself. So it makes him power- more powerful. Uh, yes. Make an arcana check, all three of you, if you want. Damn it. Twenty-one. Eighteen. Nine. Uh, Tilly, uh, nothing really uh, gets, you know, uh, set off as a red flag to you there. Uh, For Jandar and Alistair, uh, something's a little off. Warlocks tend to worship or or bind themselves to a being. In this case, this Zalam on the Wretched apparently has bound other beings in multitudes to himself. That's a little weird. Hmm. <sighs> what do you think? Um, I think we need to think about this and maybe make a decision in a day or so. But here's a question for you, Bale. Like, what if there was like this more powerful soul out there? Could a deal be made to like, I don't know, like, hey, you know, you forget about this one. This one's dirty. This one's used. Nobody wants this one. Oh, but there's a shiny soul over here that you could have instead. Where's the soul at right now? In the city. Is it in a body? Doesn't have to be, but it is right now. Well, if you can make it so it's not within the body and it is a free soul, then yes, that is something that could potentially be worked out. But I'm not Zalaman the Wretched, so that's something that you would have to discuss with him about. Yeah. If we go right now, how long will we be gone? Well, it depends on how long court is. How mm. long is hell court? Hell court. He says, the infernal, infernal courts are at times a lengthy process. Unless you speed things along, it's uh, really a matter of what the three of you do. It could take as long as a, a day. It could take as long as a few days, perhaps a week. It's really on you. Hmm. I object. Sustained. <laughs> We're not in court yet. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys, just practicing. Can we, can we have a moment to talk between just the three of us? Let's just take all the time you need. Okay. And he goes to uh, discuss things with Esther, unless you want to call Esther over. Because she had, uh, you, uh, Bailgaroth had pulled you guys aside. Uh, I think just the three of us right now. Sure. So the three of you are together, right. and they're on the other side of the room. All right. Jinder, Tilly. Yeah. What's up? What if we find Telomere? I already hate this plan. Save the kid. Get Telomere dead. <laughs> Get uh, Telomere dead. Yep. Yeah, okay. Easier then, said than done. And then exchange his soul for Lucidius. Yeah, how are we going to do that? Because last time we ran away from him. Well, I, th- I think if we like negotiate with uh, the wretched guy, maybe he'll help us out in getting this, uh, this bigger soul... So you want to go to hell first to make this deal and then hunt Venom Star? Yeah. 
I, I, I have an idea. How about we don't give this guy a more powerful soul? Yeah, I kind of... I mean... Lucidia was at least good. Like, she got something bad happened to her. Like, Yeah, I, I feel terrible about Lucidia Crawl. It bothers me to no end. But there's also a child murderer out there, which is... Okay, I mean, like, comparing apples to apples, it's very hard to say what's worse. But I just don't like the idea of this guy around, and I want to make sure that he's gone for good. And the idea that this guy takes souls and binds them and bounds them to him makes me feel like he'll be gone for good. Because they try to lock him in prison, and we see what happened there. That's what the overall goal is with Lucidia Grawl's soul. Like, why do we even care? She's a victim. She, Lucidia was a victim to her brother, and I think that's where... That's where Esther's coming from. And the last time that we decided to go off of the hunch of somebody being victimized, we ran into Telomere Venom Star and almost got our shit pushed in. Well, that was the, my fault. Well, here's the thing to consider, too, is, I mean, Grawl did horrible things. They share a soul. It's either the yeah. soul is freed and it's in a, a better place or the soul is in a worse place and it's bound forever. That's not an easy decision to make, but at the moment, it's also at- not our decision to make. We have we have other real world things that we could be focusing on versus this afterlife stuff. That you know, I mean, keep in mind the afterlife of this world does influence the world of the living. It does, but I'm just concerned that we go to hell. A week goes by and we come back to a dead kid. I'm concerned. You know, like we have other things that that are time sensitive. You That's know, very true. We're supposed to be going to look for Tilly's dad because yeah. not only would we just like to, you know, have Tilly not follow us around anymore and, and stay with her dad. I but, totally get it. But also, <laughs> Tilly's dad is supposed to help with the with the plans that Rondrakovich is uh, working on. Yeah, I know. And so this is like super like. But if we could get help uh, fighting him for a deal from an evil dude in hell. I mean, you don't know he's evil. The lesser of two evils. I saw into Bale's memory. It didn't look good. <laughs> well, we you're not out, wrong about that. We hang out with Von Drakovich. Yeah, he's the one. The one exception we have. We <laughs> I don't, don't know. <laughs> we don't need to be making multiple exceptions. Uh, I mean, I kind of try to take the best deal we got in front of us and maybe make this the most of it. This is the only deal we have right now because I mean, you're not willing to look at the other deals. He says we could have time. Why don't we take a day... To go try to hunt down. First of all, you don't even know where Venom Star is. No, but I have an idea. You have zero ideas. You just want to go stand by a building and hope that he shows up. Yeah, I have an idea. Yeah, that, I guess that's an idea. <laughs> yeah. It's a piss poor idea. It's an idea. So I have an idea. Fair. I will agree <laughs> to you for that you have one idiotic idea. Thank that's you. fine. That's all I wanted in life. Oh I'm my done. God. Um, I don't think we need to make a decision on this right this second. I was just thinking that maybe he could assist us with Telomere. We have to go to hell to even find that out. Could be like a good mini vacay. You know what the best thing to probably assist us with everything is? A loony solar cannon. A A loony one? (laughs) Yeah. A real goofy cannon. God damn it, Tilly. Whatever the hell it's called. I think Tilly's argument is out the window. It's just between you and us now. Lunar solar cam. Luna. 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 That's what I said. Lunar. My God. Oh, it's just Luna. Listen. Is it Luna? It's L-U-N-I. S-O-L-A-R. Oh, Told you. Luna solar. Luna solar. Listen to the accent, people. I'm a gnome for crying out loud. She raises a valid point. Okay, so what do we want to do? I... Tilly, what do you want to do? 
I honestly want to go find my dad so we can get this cannon built, but I think if we're going to do something in the city that needs to be taken action on, finding this kid's probably more important than saving the soul of the city of Raul to me. So do you guys want to put it to a vote? I vote for finding the kid. Yeah. I say we do that and then come and see if we can deal with this later. And yeah, then, because yeah. If, if, yeah, if we... And then we come back here and be like, man, can we still go to court? And he'll be like, no, that passed. I'll be like, okay. We should tell Esther then. Let's talk to Esther. We should be up front with her. Why don't we get to see what she thinks? She, how important it is if we're there or not for her, okay. for her side of it. All right, let's bring her in. Because you clearly don't want to condemn Lucidia Grawl to hell. I don't. I'm conflicted. I'm completely fine with condemning her to hell. Sorry, you got one soul. Half of it was evil. You, you, you. In all honesty, you knew your brother wasn't the greatest dude before the crystal thing came along. So, and you kind of dealt with it. So at that point, like. I mean, they're both bad souls. Let's be real. <laughs> There's I, one soul. Yeah. It, it Again, is, we yeah, just one. They share. They God are one. Damn Tilly. it, Tilly. I think Tilly's drunk right yeah, now. Tilly. They, I'm just saying the two of them. Like, I think both of them just make a bad soul. Okay. All right. Let's just Grawl, go get Esther. Grawl put the Grawl put the uh, shard of the Black Pyramid into Lucidia, and Lucidia also just didn't care that she overshined her brother and just left him to like. Be this guy, this side project, and everything I mean, was all about I, we her. Don't know her, that for her. Sure. Yeah, we kinda, did. We kind of do know that. I mean, at the very least, you do know that uh, uh, Lucidia was super into the uh, the druidic circle and helping out the the forest and all this other stuff, and you know, becoming a druid. And Grawl just was along for the ride. It seemed like you know that like that much at least is it's at least somewhat known from the stories you've heard about Grawl so no wonder Grawl's evil he was turned evil by her because he never got to do anything he wanted to do <laughs> you never know yeah. i don't know let's go talk to Esther sure so you drag Esther over and Esther walks in she says i know that this is a a rather strange scenario um but uh how can i help uh you can go to hell. <laughs> Do you mean that figuratively or more literally? I'm not quite sure right now. Just fair enough. But you can go and save this soul for for all of us, because I don't think we can afford to go to this. She nods and she says, "I, you know, I didn't intend for you all to be involved." Uh, Belgaroff mentioned that he he wished for you to be part of it. But that's completely up to you. I, um, my hope is that I can do what Melanios needs me to do. Um, but we will see. Did Mel- has did Melanios say anything about us being involved? No, she uh, she had only requested that I try to defend Lucidia from from the horrible fate that has befallen her. And um, yeah, I. Uh, was approached by this imp in the guise of a uh, tiefling. Yeah, he's he's something special, all right. Um, I just wish you luck, Esther. If we can take care of things fast enough, we will help you as much as we can. But there's some she more says, pressing matters right now. She says, I completely agree. I completely understand. The, the life of that child does take priority. You let her know that you're yeah, going to take yeah. care of that. Okay, yeah, she lets you know <coughs> Excuse me, that the... Uh, it does take priority, uh, and uh, as far as that goes, you know, if you want her to hold off on going to this trial, she can. 
it's completely up to you guys. Like, if you want her to go off on her own, she will. Uh, she had originally intended to take care of this herself, but if you want her to wait, she will. Do we want her to? Yeah, I mean, if you can wait a little bit. Yeah. We can try to help you out. We can try out. to help, and if too much time passes and you have to you have to make a decision, then, you know, go for it. I just say that, you know, try your best research on evidence and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just trying to, just trying to, trying to help her out here. Do good and, and search uh, hard. Yes. Um, uh, strong people prevail. Good souls. Good souls. Yeah. Our time is here. My. She, she gets in. She gets in kind of close to you three, and she says, "Um, do you know who this Solomon the Wretched is?" Nope. Uh, don't care. Don't think we do. I have no idea who he is. Um. I, I just had hoped maybe you might have heard of something. I have no idea. Um, he said, well, Bale said that he's a warlock and that he binds souls to him. Yeah, and I... And that uh, he really wants Lucidia Girls. And I may have peeped into his uh, thoughts and her seen that uh, that he wants the soul of Lucidia Girl and that either he gets us to support that or he keeps us away. Is that strange to the three of you as it is Absolutely. to me? Here's the thing. To the best of my knowledge, he's going he's working with the nine hells to make sure that the hell the soul is bound to hell. And from what you've just said that he's he's going to be getting something out of it. He's going to be getting Lucidia Cross soul. He's made a deal with the nine hells where he's coming out on top. To the best of my knowledge, that doesn't happen. No. I would be weary. Maybe it's better that you do avoid this, but that's just me. She says, but I will let him, Belgaroff, know that uh, to, to summon me on the last possible moment, otherwise we will summon him. That's fair. All right. And she goes up to Belgaroff, and Belgaroff smiles real wide, because if she doesn't show, then Zalaman the Wretched obtains you know obtains the soul and he says oh no take your time he says that's not a problem in the least he says and if you can't make it you can't make it you have other pressing matters to take care of i understand and he looks to the three of you he says no no it's fine do what you need to do your agendas are more important than silly things happening in the nine hells mm. that's for us to decide he says of course and you are absolutely right in deciding it who knows? We may summon you sooner than you think there, Bale. He says, you call upon me when you need to get to the Nine Hells. As of right now, I am only summoned by Zalaman the Wretched. And he smirks. He says, but good day. And he starts walking into the room where the magic circle is that, uh, 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 or the, like the magic chamber that, uh, uh, Esther Moonflower oh, has. I want to shout to him real quick. Bale. He stops. Yes. Remember that statue we gave you? Uh, yes. We found out who he represents. Oh, yeah? Illinok, the Teeth of Gnashing. Does that name seem familiar to you? It says, Illinok, the Teeth of Gnashing. Of, oh, sorry, the Teeth of Gnashing, Desire. Well, that didn't exactly clear things up. It sounds horrible, whatever it is. Well, if you're... Let's say, boss knows anything. Maybe you can ask him for us. 
You know, in the future, when you're dealing with devils, you don't want to reveal more information than you should. But regardless, I'll take that information in hand. I do appreciate it, Alistair. You're welcome. So it means a lot. And he smirks and he walks off into the, the magical chamber. And uh, unless somebody yells for him, nope. there's a flash nope. of, of red light and the smell sulfur. of sulfur. And uh, Belgaroth is left. He said that he will arrive at the last possible moment to uh, get Esther Moonflower. Well, that was weird. Indeed. I'm kind of intrigued about the health. Not going to lie. Don't well, tell me you don't. You're you're not a little. I curious. mean, if you want to go to hell, you can go to hell. I mean, you tell me that all the time. But I mean, like, like literally, kind of intriguing. You guys would be going to one of the the nine circles of hell hmm. where uh, the the devils themselves reside, but not demons. I'm intrigued, but I also, you also ran across the city, almost had a heart attack trying to tell us about this venom star and the kid, and then you want to just, and then you're like, ooh. That's shiny over there. Let's go this way instead. Yeah, I'm, it happens a lot in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's defense and it's shiny. I mean, it's I'm not a good runner. <laughs> here's the uh, the other thing too is Belgaroth did let you know that Zalaman the Wretched is willing to make a deal with you guys and potentially reward you mm-hmm. if you do help him get those souls, uh, the soul bound to hell, and thus to Zalaman the Wretched. Oh. <sighs> I mean, I'm down to go talk to Zalaman and stuff, but I just thought you might want... Jamdar, as you are speaking with Alistair and you say the name Zalaman, before you can say the next words, the words, the wretched, ooze out of your mouth and you feel bile rise in the back of your throat. So as you speak to him, you say, we can go talk to that Zalaman, you could say, the wretched, and it just spews out of your mouth like vomit. Are you okay? No, I didn't want to say the rest of those words. It just happened. There's this burning in the back of your throat. Try it. I don't want to. No, no, just try it. It's fun. Zalaman? The words, the wretched. The wretched. <laughs> what the hell was that? Ugh. Oh, I need some milk. Yeah, you still want to go talk to him? Ugh. I mean, not if he makes me feel like it is verped in my throat. It, he's, something's Ugh. making us say his full Tilly, name. Tilly, you say it. Nope. Come on, Taylor. I'm going to sit outside the bakery. What? <laughs> you don't even know where it is. I'm sure there's not that many bakeries around here. Uh, <sighs> you can go off on your own if you want. You know, where you've last seen like a serial we've killer. we so much time here. Like, what, what are we doing? Are we going to get Let's go the stake child, it out. or are we going here comes to t- hell? Here comes Grumpy Tilly. Every time we get to the city, we get Grumpy Tilly. Like, I don't know what like, I don't want to stay in this city. And then she goes and murders somebody. Yeah. Don't go off on your own anymore. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Well, I'm about that. to go off on my own. So what, I'm gonna what are put we doing? A, I'm gonna put a leash on you. Careful, careful. Tilly might like that. Okay. Calm if you down. guys yeah. would like to roll Arcana on the the name as well, you certainly can. absolutely or history even. I'll roll history. Tilly, did you want to roll Arcana on their uh, the weird thing with the name? Seventeen. No. Fair enough. Seventeen. It's for Arcana. Yeah. Uh, with a 17, it feels like some sort of curse. Uh, you you were comp- uh, compelled to, to finish his title with his name, and it hurts when you didn't say it. Uh, uh, what did, uh, Tilly, did you roll or anything or no? I got a 9. I got a 9 as well for history. 
with a nine for Arcana, uh, it 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 seems it's definitely weird. There's something magical there, and he feels like it's a curse. That seems to make sense. Uh, with a nine for history, you have no idea who this Zawaman the Wretched is. No clue. Uh, never heard of it, the name. Uh, uh, it's just completely alien. Does Esther know anything about him? Esther shakes her head. She says, "No, I have no idea." Uh, she says, "I, I, when I first spoke with Belgaroth uh, when he appeared before me, I made the mistake of saying Solomon the Wretched's name without the Wretched, and it does. It hurts. I don't really understand that. But uh, when you say the name with the title, it doesn't seem to affect. Weird." Okay, anyways, um, yeah, do you guys want to go stake out the bakery? Tilly does. Sure, uh, if you guys want to go directly there, you can. Uh, Hilda has been the one hunting down. Oh, yeah, I guess we just get you Hilda can, involved. Y- you can speak with her if you want, or you can not. It's it might be you. good to get her involved with us so that she can be there right from the beginning if we spot him. Hilda knows, though. Remember, we were told that... that she, she knows he's here, but she doesn't know about the, him at the bakery. We don't know that actually, but yeah, yeah you we have could, no idea. Uh, we could go find out then. Would you guys like to go to uh, Hydra Hilt Hilda's arm, oh, arms and armory? Yes, yes, yes. So that Alistair yes. will shut up. Let's go. I don't understand what I did wrong. Uh, talk I talk to either. my friend. Oh Best yeah, talker. um, what Gertrude? Was her name? Gertrude, Gertrude, Gertie, Gertie, Gertie. Uh, oh, so, God. Gertie. well, we'll see if she's in. So you guys, on, uh, there, you guys get to the uh, item shop. It's uh, on the same floor you're on now. You guys head in, and uh, you guys uh, uh, are you guys just walking into the item uh, item yeah. store? Yeah, sure. You guys walk in, and uh, you hear uh, a loud, fast talking voice in another room. Uh, it sounds like she's just like shouting, almost like for the sake of hearing herself talk. She's like, "Yeah, so I'm just gonna move these over here, and that's where I'm gonna put this. And oh, I think I'll rearrange this." And Hilda is like at the the counter, like writing something, and sees the three of you. Hey, Hilda, what's going on? Hello, Alistair. Um, how are things? Well, not especially great. I uh, I feel like from rumors I've been catching. Telomere Venomstar is in the city. I feel like it's been maybe a, a couple of weeks at this point. We're starting to run out of time. We're maybe at the halfway mark here, now or soon. And um, other than that, um, I uh, uh, wasn't able to get a lot of information from the family. I guess the father of the child that went missing is a lush. He didn't catch anything. He didn't see anything. He was in some drunken stupor when... Uh, his child went missing, which seems to match the M.O. Mm-hmm. And he takes children from less fortunate homes. I saw Telomere. Where? Near the bakery. Which bakery? I don't remember the name of it. Which one was it? Uh, you know that it's in the uh, southwest part of southwest town. Southwest part of town. Okay. Um, I talked to the keep the owner there. And they said that he comes in regularly and gets pies, fruit pies. Fruit pies. Yes. Um, I'm, we're going to stake out the place and see if we can spot him and try to follow where he went. I'll join you for that. Yeah. We thought you might. And she nods. Um, uh, I guess, do you want to just do it tonight? Start tonight? Well, when does he normally appear? Uh, she said that 
every day or so, maybe every two days. It, it kind of just depends, but it's n- she's made it seem like it's no more than two days. Okay. What time? Um, I think she said morning. Okay, so, well, if we start staking out tonight, we're not likely to see anything if he's always going to purchase Yeah, I guess items. we can go when it opens up. She says, well, they open early, so it's not a bad idea to get there late in the evening, but mm-hmm. it's doesn't seem like we have to rush there. Okay. And she sort of looks to you guys. Uh Tilly and uh Jandar, what do you anything you want to say? No. Think we're nope. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm ready to go stake out. She yeah, she nods and she pull uh, uh reaches uh down beneath the counter and she pulls out three scrolls and she takes one and rolls it up in her uh uh gear. And she puts on her long sword. She says, Gertie, mind the shop. And Gertie's like, okay, I'll mind the shop because I'm... And she just starts continually to babble. Uh, and her voice kind of echoes into the, the the main kind of like, you know, selling room floor sort of. And she each hands you one. She says, it's a spell. It's a spell scroll. Oh, what For spell? What? Expedious retreat. That's a smart move. I feel like we may need to if things go south and... She Jeez. says it's powerful. It roughly doubles your speed for a short time. If we need to escape, then we'll escape. And she kind of looks at you three and says, did you want to meet up early in the morning? Late in the evening? Are we going to plan otherwise? I would say, what, a couple hours before they open up and kind of get a lay of the land when we get there so that we can kind of monitor exits and pathways and best way to go. And she nods. Seems uh, about the best route. And uh, and she lets you know that uh, she'll uh, she'll meet you at the church. Uh, like Prior at, to? Yeah, like roughly, not that there are clocks necessarily, but like probably like, you know, five in the morning or something, four okay. in the morning. Okay. Uh, and so uh, unless there's something else you want from Hilda, who's being pretty stoic, She's pretty serious about this. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to ask her or talk about? Anything? Anything that we've seen so far? Mm. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. She's not going to know anything about that weird warlock. I don't think. You can ask her if you want. Yeah. Do you know anything about Solomon the Wretched? Zalaman. Zalaman the Wretched. Sorry. No, she shrugs her shoulders. She has no idea what that is. What about Illinok, the teeth of mashing desire, or gnashing desire? She shrugs her shoulders. She has no idea. Um, well, I guess we can update you about Brutus Payne, though. We found out some truths behind him, and in, in the group, adventuring group with Don Birchman and yeah. Davida, he was never really part of their group, and he manipulated them. Made everybody think that he was so that he could go about some business with something deep underneath the city. She says, well, that's foreboding. So the thing underneath the city is Illinok, teeth of gnashing desire, and has been sealed away by ancient treants so that their power could keep it at bay. And uh, it's maybe breaking out soon. The, the prison may not hold for much longer. She says that is... Incredibly concerning. Yeah. So we got a lot of crazy shit going on in this city. Um, if, in other words, we're fucked. Yeah. If there's anything you have that can help us prepare for 
I don't know, any information or any way to reinforce that prison? I, 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 you know, you've been around and ventured quite a bit around here. I don't know. She says, I can swing a sword and I can cut off a hydra's head. Yeah. She says, I don't know anything about this Illinok, this, um, this thing underneath the city. She says, I, it's out of my area of expertise. She says, I have no idea. Do you have any contacts that me and know? I. That you met in other cities? She says, well, I've met plenty of people in my adventures, but, you know, the cities are, are far, far away. I wouldn't know that I could get any, get anybody into the city in any kind of time. It might take months mm-hmm. before they would arrive. Okay. Oh, uh, and just so the three of you know, uh, Expedious Retreat uh, takes a bonus action to cast. Uh, the spell allows you to move at an incredible pace when you cast the spell, and uh, as a bonus action on each of your turns until the spell ends, you can take the dash action. It uh, takes It's up to 10 minutes, and it is concentration-based. The concentration check is only a 12, so you have to uh, uh, make sure that, yeah. Or the uh, the number you have to hit on a uh, uh, a check, yeah. Con- a constitution saving throw is a twelve. And it's how long does it last for? Well, actually, it's dependent on the damage. Sorry, uh, it lasts for ten minutes. For ten, okay. So all right. quite a, quite a bit. You can get some distance. And it's just use the bonus action to dash on each of your turns. It's a dash action on bo- as a bonus action on your turns. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So I. Uh, so I guess we'll just go uh, back to the school and wait till you can. There's other things to morning, or do we want to go? You can go to other places in the city. It's up to you guys. What time is it? Late afternoonish. Oh, I, I okay. mean, you guys woke up. You dealt with the bakery. You went to the prison, and then you chatted with uh, uh, Belgaroth and Esther. So yeah, not very long. It's probably early afternoon, late morning. If you guys want to just skip time ahead, that's fine. The only other place we haven't been is what? The bar. The bar and the trading post? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've not been to either of those places. And technically the Withered Branch Inn, but I think you guys are, are yeah, not really... We're never going there again. No, I don't... Fair enough. what Tilly did, no, I don't trust it. Yeah, I can't be seen around there. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so do you guys want to head to the uh, trading post and then the bar, or, or, or neither? Or I feel like I could use a drink at some point tonight. The bar it is. You guys, Let's go see Fizzy. You guys go to see your pal Fizzy. Yeah. So you guys head all the way down to the uh, bottom level, the uh, understory. And uh, you're on ground level. You head to the Red Leaf Brewery. And uh, you guys walk in. And it's uh, it's not, like, super packed It's because uh, it's early afternoon, you know. But, uh, but there's a, a few different patrons. It's a little loud. There's, like, a table off to the side where, you know, uh, a few people are, like, having, like, a... Not a drunken argument, but, you know, their voices are raising as they drink more and more. And uh, Phil Fizz sees the three of you, and he kind of nods and, you know, uh, gives you a wave to the bar. Yeah, I'm just going to grab a seat. Yeah, uh, the uh, bar has, uh, a, you know, one other person at it who's at the end of the bar, you know, minding their own business, a uh, half-elf. Uh, aside from that, though, uh, Phil Fizz, uh, you know, with his orange hair and his orange, uh, like, beard and mustache, uh Kind of, you know, or uh, uh, mustache and goatee, I believe it is, and kind of greets you guys. And he says, uh, uh, "Hey, uh, how's it going?" Oh, it's going. Um, can I get uh, just a, a nice tall 
Tall beer, please. So it's uh, for you, Lord Alistair Lockwood. You know what? Tonight, anything. tonight I'm just Alistair. Just, wow. I'm glad we're that close, Alistair. And he goes to get you a drink, and do you guys order drinks as well? Yep. 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 You guys each get slid an ale. Uh, it's nice and cold. Uh, and, uh, and he says, uh, so, you know, what's going on? Hmm. Oh, what's well, not going on? Uh, you know. Just shit. There's lots of shit everywhere. Life's over. We're all dead. Everything's dumb. The world's going to end soon. I know it. Yeah, you know, houses just disappearing and, you know, people trying to clean souls. (sighs) Children missing. Children missing. Uh, What's going on with you? Tooth, some gnashing desire underneath the city. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't quite follow what you guys are talking about. Zalaman, the wretched. Zalaman. Zalaman, whatever. I well, just make sure that you Zalaman. get his name right because it's actually kind of important because you have to barf out the words the wretched yeah. if you don't say it right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he goes, well, I don't know uh, uh, anything of what him, you're talking about. I'm just going to call him Asshole the Warlock. <laughs> when you say asshole, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing happens. Perfect. Perfect. That works. That works. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> it seems like the curse only affects if you say the words Zalaman on its own, then the words the wretched come out no matter what. Uh, but uh, Phil Fizz sort of like kind of like rubs the back of his head and he goes, man, uh, oh, I'm not nearly as happy as uh, the clients I had last night. Who was that? Oh, uh, uh, you guys had talked to him. Uh, that uh, half orc, uh, he's looking for his brother. Oh, did he find him? Well, uh, he seemed to have a, a good clue, I guess. He was, uh, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, liberal with uh, the words when he was drinking last night. He uh, had, a, I guess, a good clue. He was uh, heading out uh, somewhere in the north to check out. Do you remember what the name of it was? Yeah, he called it something. Uh, I believe he called it the uh, uh, Thunder Tusk Cove. Thunder Tusk Cove. Yeah, I guess he uh, said that a lot of orcs have been seen up there. Oh, a lot of orcs. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he he seemed pretty excited about it. Uh, he how he, many orcs? I don't know. A, a lot. What's a lot? I don't know. The guy was drunk Give and bad about man. it. Give me a number, man. He's he, apparently this this Gorn saw uh, had heard from some rumor, some traveler that there was a whole bunch of orcs up there. I I I mean. I knew there was uh, uh, a tribe that, uh, uh, Thunder Tusk themselves, I, I guess they had, you know, spent a lot of time on the seas in the, the north, but uh, they hadn't been really seen as active lately, uh, you know, maybe for, for the last however many months, and I guess uh, he uh, said some orcs have been sneaking around up there. Do you remember where that Gorn is staying? Oh, I mean, he left town. Oh, he left to go there? Sure, yeah. He was oh, super shit. excited about it. Yeah, he left the other day. Hmm. You doing all right, Jander? How many orcs? <laughs> I hey, you buddy, had, you I don't haven't know, even man. finished your first beer. <laughs> Listen here, on? Fizzy. We, oh, we need man. a number. You say a bunch of orcs. Is this like a bunch guys, like a small down. army? You guys, or is this a bunch like bananas? You guys. What? He says, <laughs> how many have you had? He says, listen, both of you, all three of you, I'm telling you what I was told. I heard a bunch of orcs. Yeah. He oh. didn't say 17 orcs. He didn't say 14 orcs. He didn't say three orcs. He didn't say 100 orcs. He said a bunch of orcs. So you're saying it's between three and 100. <laughs> sure, whatever, man. I don't <laughs> care. At least I got a range. Thanks, God. So it's like pulling teeth. We got to go right now, guys. We got to go there. No, we're not going there We right need now. to go. There's we're a not, bunch of orcs. We're not going there right now. What, we just, got other stuff to worry about right now. The, but orcs. 
I get it. Jenner, we'll go as soon as we can. Okay? I know you want I want to head that way cuz you know where that way is, north. Wow. I did you even touch your drink yet? I, I slammed my drink. Oh my. Make God. a constitution saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's a 5. Yeah. Oh wait, constitution? Constitution saving throw. Uh, that's a 6. <laughs> You chug the beer and you just like it like the the blood's rushing to your head anyway and it's just like you start sort of like your words sort of slur a bit as uh, uh you're just sort of like everything kind of gets a little wobbly around you. Hey Fizzy, Fizzy, you want to see something creepy? He goes, uh I probably don't, but show me anyway. Watch this. Zalaman. And then the words the wretched just like spew out of your mouth. <laughs> and he goes Zalaman the Wretched. Okay, I don't know who that is. I didn't say the Wretched. I mean, but you did. Yeah, but it wasn't me. He goes, all right. Mind blown. Oh, God. Orcs! <laughs> he says... Can so, I have another? He goes, uh, if you can handle it, man, sure. <laughs> and he goes to slide you another uh, drink. He says, I mean, I can only tell you what I know about this place. No, but, you've helped out a lot. I appreciate it. No, what? What? Yes, I want to know what you know about this place. He says, "I." He I, already told us. Is what he say? <laughs> Listen, Gorn said, apparently there are a bunch of orcs up in this cave. Three to a hundred. Three to a hundred. Sure, whatever. That's the range. He says Thunder Tusk Cove. He says the Thunder Tusk tribe themselves were pirates in the North Seas, orc pirates. He says, but you know, some time ago they just sort of their activity stopped. I guess. And then he says that there's these, you know, orcs slinking around, you know, into the north. He said that uh, uh, that was a good sign. And, you know, he, he said that that was, you know, where he should be heading. Uh, Chandler, make a nature check with disadvantage. Which well, actually, guidance. no. Uh, make a regular check because you would normally have advantage on this, but you're drunk. So it's a regular roll. With guidance. With guidance. So add a d4. Nature, you said? Yep. 22. Man. 26, sorry. 26. 26. <laughs> I'm drunk. I can't count. Fair enough. That's true. Yeah, that's me sober. Uh, so the it, it catches you off guard a little bit, you know, despite your, your you know, kind of drunkenness. Uh, normally, orcs rampage around. Well, according to what Phil Fizz just said, Gorn seemed to think that this was a good lead because of the fact that these orcs were slinking around. Sneaking. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's they not have very orcish. Maybe they have something to do with, with the galaxy renders. They, what was the name of the of the orc group? Um, Don't you say it. Uh, uh, the one that he's after. Yeah, the Void Threshers. Oh. Void Threshers. Yeah. Slam my beer. I slam my next beer. Constitution saving throw. Maybe they've partnered with them. A t- uh, an eleven. Uh, you handle this one a little better, but you were already a little uh, drunk. You already know, by the way, yeah. uh, that uh, uh, the they, the Void Threshers have made some kind of pact with the Cult of the Dark Star, right. which Glarus Galaxy Render is in control of. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they're also very mysterious and hard to find, so I don't know if, like... Precisely. Maybe this is the word slinking instead of... Yes. Rampaging, rampaging, instead of charging around... As of right now, and you're not sure why Gorn thought that this was a good lead for his brother, but regardless, uh, 
it seems like the Void Threshers might be hiding out in the Thunder uh, Thunder Tusk Cove. So as of right now, you know that Tilly's father is potentially at Opal Gorger Coliseum. You also know that uh, Thunder Tusk Cove, way in the north, uh, whereas uh, the Coliseum is into the uh, the northeast, uh, is there. You also have Telomere Venomstar, who's potentially going to be murdering a child in the next few weeks. You also have Esther Moonflower, who has to go to court. I slam my beer. In order to protect uh, your, uh, uh, in order to protect uh, uh, the soul of Lucidia Grawl. Or potentially, you could get involved and let her and Lucidity let Lucidity Grawl be damned to hell. Uh, you also know at least a vague notion that you found mm-hmm. that there is a Lockwood stable in somewhere in this vicinity. Yeah. So clearly, uh huh, we need to go north because orcs. <laughs> I slay my beer. Also, can I have another? I mean, beer? Maybe not. should save me throw. Uh, he slides you another beer. Yes. Twelve. Uh, you handle it pretty well. Uh, it's, you know... I, I It loosens me up a bit? A little, sure. Okay. <sighs> Phil says, do you know anything about some Lockwood stables nearby? He says, stables nearby. He says, you know, uh, he says, uh, uh, some of the workers have talked about something that was found that they thought was weird. Uh, the the company, the, you know... The East Narquillian or Stra- East Stockholm? Yeah, Stockholm? Stockholm East Narquillian Company. Yeah, I guess they found something. You, you might be able to find out something there. Wow. All right, I'll go talk to someone there. I found something. Um, Orcs to the north. Are you guys cool goes, with what? If, if we just if I just leave you here, I'll go over there real quick and we'll just meet up at the house. Slamming my beer. Oh, make a constitution save me throw. That's a three. <laughs> I mean a four. I. Uh, Jandar at this point after blast yeah uh, uh, after pounding three and not holding it very well uh, sort of like like kind of like like you know when someone's drunk and they start getting a little bit more tired and and you know like quiet he sort of starts like leaning in the chair a bit and he's more tight you know seems more tired Orcs Tilly how are you doing Listen I'm fine like mm-hmm. you guys be slamming beers I not happening she's this like time. we need to yeah. Get... yeah last time I slammed a beer uh, I, yeah there was a dog and then I woke oh. up and there was no dog let's she's get like, this it's... guy let's get this guy back to the house let uh Drakovich I don't know we'll just put him in the room with Drakovich so that at least he's next yeah. to somebody let's just go drop him off and then we'll go to the trade let Drakovich babysit him yeah and, and we'll then come we'll back. go to the sure. trading company so right, Drakovich, we're gonna we're gonna Drakovich, we're gonna friend. pay Phil Fizz we're like thanks Phil Fizz for all everything you do yeah. sorry about him so uh, like it's three four five six uh six silver you got this Tilly yeah here's a gold right. piece he, yeah he takes it he nods <laughs> and he's <sighs> thanks Fizzy <Lizzie. laughs> all right he I goes, take. Yeah, take care of uh, Jandar or, there. Or I north. scoop Jandar up from under the shoulder Straight over jack. me. You're so strong. <laughs> uh, six. Oh, never mind. He, he gets lifted onto your shoulder, and you can't move him from where you're at. All right, here's what we're going to do. I mean, Tilly can help. Tilly, help me get him outside at least. Strength oh. check. Do I have to? Yes, help me get him outside. All right. 17. Thank you. <laughs> she lifts him from the legs, and you guys actually have a, a good, you know, strong guys, base. Guys, look at me. I can fly. <laughs> Do we have enough oh my God. grip to get him back to the place like this? Sure, yeah. It's, oh, it's I, a was little... gonna, I was going to transform into something if we needed to carry him. <laughs> Do you want to turn into a giant ape? It would turn <laughs> Wait, it that's way what I easier. Was, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> Do you want him? 
Uh, yeah, we're gonna rest anyways, right? Before we go wake up in the morning, presumably. Yeah. So I'll just I'll trans. We'll get him outside. I'll transform into a giant ape, and then I'll just throw him over my Ga- shoulder. Guys, guys, guys! You're the you're the you're the best. You you want to know why? You want to know why? Because you're not orcs. <laughs> Thanks for being not orcs, guys. Thanks. Nobody seems to be around outside, and you turn into a giant ape, and it doesn't look like anyone sees you. Mm-hmm. And you pick up Jandar with ease in this form, and wow. you. You're an ape. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, carry him uh, to uh, the Midori School of Magic. Yeah. I'm, I'm like trailing behind, like, thank God. You can ride on my other shoulder for thank, all you care. Thank God. I'm just like talking to myself, like, I drag a goat and, and his body out and all this shit, carrying stuff. Thank God he finally pulled his weight around. <laughs> I just stop. I turn around and I stare at Tilly. Yeah. And then and I, I just like, grunt and go, <sighs> I whisper, I whisper in, in the ape's ear, like, you could just flicker with your. Little pinky finger and like shoot her across the city. Do it. I hold up my hand. I hold up my hand. (laughs) Like I'm gonna flick something. (laughs) I look at Tilly. I look at my hand. (laughs) I look at Tilly. It'd be the coolest thing you've ever done. And then I don't do it. I just keep carrying it. Okay. So you carry Jadar to the Midori School of Magic and you drop him off with Professor Venom. I do my secret knock as a monkey. (laughs) <laughs> it's really loud, <laughs> and uh, uh, and Professor Von Drakovich uh, uh, doesn't answer or anything. But you walk yeah. in, and uh, and he sees you as the giant ape. Yep. And he goes, "So is this parts for me?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doc, doc, yeah. look at the ape carried me all the way. And here. then I, I basically <laughs> like throw, like lop Jandar onto the floor. Uh huh. And I put him in the room with Von Drakovich, and I get, like, a coat that was hanging on the coat rack. Doc. And I bundle it up under his head, and I lay him down, and I turn back into Alistair. Doc, when, did you upgrade the room where it spins now? He goes, yes, I think that's a new feature. He says, you know, this doesn't make it very easy to concentrate. It's I know, okay. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll help you concentrate. I know we're going to. It's going to make Mach 2. You and, know, Mach 2. That is very fast. You have experience turning into apes. Yes. Is there other animals that you turn into? Yeah. We didn't we go over this last time I was here. I just I'm I'm. You know, maybe I'm what animal person. do you want me to turn into? No, nothing. It's not a big deal. No, just you keep to asking. Go about your business. Oh, okay. Jeez, I was asking. okay. Just watch him for a couple hours. We'll be back and then just. Sure. Take I mean, care. I mean, um, here's a bucket. <laughs> yeah, I find thanks. a bucket. Put it right next to him and. Ooh, um, a bucket. Here's a couple rations. Get him to eat them. Oh, God, his rations look disgusting. All right. <laughs> and he heaves into the bucket as you uh, and Tilly walk off. And then I give him, well, no, before I leave out, and here's a rope. I don't know what you want to do with it, but in case you have to, hang myself because I have to deal with this. Got it. Whatever you want. <laughs> he goes, and he kind of like pats uh, Jandar on the back awkwardly, and he goes, there, there, let it all out. <laughs> He goes, yes, yes. I. It's hard to work with bodies that have stuff in them. I get it. It's just keep puking. <laughs> and uh, as Jandar uh, tries to sober up, uh, Alistair and Tilly, are you guys heading to the uh, Strackhelm East Narquillian Company loading bay? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And you hear the sound of heaving in the distance. <laughs> 
and uh, and you guys <sighs> head to the uh, feeling that much place. better now. And uh, uh, Professor Von Dragovich looks to you, Jandar, and he goes, "Um, so, uh, are you okay?" I mean, there's orcs to the north, and we're here. We're still in the city. Uh, no, I'm not okay. He goes, why, why is it? I'm getting emotional, okay? Goes, oh, there's orcs good. to the north. I don't know what that means. No one seems to care that there's orcs to the north. There are orcs a lot of places. Why does everyone hate me? He goes, I, well, I mean, I don't hate you. Oh, excuse me a second. <laughs> and you heave into the, uh, uh, the the bucket again. Thanks. Thanks, Professor. He goes, yeah, I- I- anytime. I- I'm more than happy to watch you vomit. Did um, you know that there's orcs to the north, though? He goes, I, I caught that. Why does that matter? Because mm-hmm. orcs are the worst. That's why. I mean, everyone hates orcs. I mean, they don't make for good parts. They're not draconic in any way. So, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of with yeah, you. We're eye to eye on this. Sure, I, I would agree. I, I, mean, I would plus say. Plus, they killed my my wife and my daughter. But oh, I mean, that's heavy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Uh, I just don't know what to say. Um. So, is it these orcs that killed your wife and daughter? Does it matter? I mean, all the orcs. This one, if I see an orc, I pretty much want to kill it. So. Well, are there any orcs there's, that you there's don't rumor. want to kill? That, well, I mean, I've met a couple like half orcs that were like terrible, but not horrible. You know. But I mean, I guess yeah. I guess there's like some orcs I wouldn't kill, but these orcs sound like the orcs I want to kill, and no one wants to go kill the orcs with me. Well, just look at it this you way. You got a great body. We could go kill the orcs together. Le- I could, you could fly me there. Y- you you want I'll to shoot build arrows this from your back. Like that. I just, I, I, I have to work on this cannon, and you also want me to work on Christopher Mach 2. Oh, you bring up a good point. Mach 2, very important. Very That's fast like go. priority, right? That's the number one thing. I, I, I mean, is it? I've been making the Lunar Star, the cannon, the, the priority Who number one. Who gave you these priorities? Clearly Mach 2 is more important. All right, fair enough. I'll start switching around my uh, priorities here. He says, but look at it this way, Jandar. He says... It, it, just think of how much more rewarding it will be to kill orcs that you want dead if you've built up that longing and anticipation. I mean, I have a lot of longing and anticipation already, but I mean, yeah, you get a big point. I'm kind of tired, so I think I'll take a nap, then go kill the orcs. Yeah, you take a nap and then go <laughs> kill orcs. You... Y- yes, that's right. You sleep tight, friend, Jandar. <laughs> Back to you two. Uh, so you guys uh, head over to the, uh, the the loading bay. And like usual, uh, it looks like there's a lot of you know stuff going on. Uh, people have uh, uh, taken uh, uh, you know the you know stuff off the the carriages and they're loading them into uh, uh, the like the, the elevator itself and are gonna raise it up. Uh, and you do see uh, uh, Mowenzi Freedom Peak, the uh, half-orc. He's got uh, darker skin. Uh, it looks like he's uh, uh, like kind of directing people. And uh, he doesn't seem to notice the two of you uh, in the distance. What would you like to do? Walk up to him and shout Mo as we're getting closer. And he turns around and he says, Oh, uh, it's been a while. Um, hey, Mo? It was uh, Lord Alistair... Lockwood. 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 That's correct. Lockwood. Yes, thank you. Thank he you for remembering no, and, and you remember Tilly? Tilly? Right? Yeah, yeah, Tilly. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, says, yeah, I, I, it's been a while, but... Uh, yeah, uh, how are things? How's business? Well, uh, business is fine. I mean, business is, is doing quite well. Uh, you know, the, the city's not been, you know, missing out on many as many supplies with you know, without goblin attacks, so mm-hmm. we're good there. 
Uh, he says, but uh, uh, some weird things have been happening. Go like, on. Like what? Well, and he kind of like looks around. And he says, let's continue this off to the side, shall we? Yeah, sure. And he walks up, and he's wearing you know a nice tunic and stuff, uh, uh, color green. And he walks you guys around like the, the corner of this loading bay, and he says, uh, some of my uh, workers have spotted something in the, the woods. Which direction? He says, uh, uh, south, a uh, little bit to the southwest. He says, not very far. He says, we're, we're always looking for, for new trails, different mm-hmm. paths we can take, you understand. Yeah, more and efficient things. Sure, yeah. exactly. Efficiency is very important, and uh, especially with, you know, those goblin attacks exactly. you know, that were happening. We, we always want to, exactly, we, we always want to be mindful of that, especially after that. And uh, he says, but um, apparently a few of them found something. Maybe a couple days travel? Yeah, well, well, what did they find? It was an old building. Uh, and uh, I didn't know if I should get a hold of you or not. I, I thought you, you seemed kind of confused. I thought you might know about this place. So I'm just learning that there might have been some of my family's estates nearby. Um, the Lockwood Stables is from what I heard, and I, I guess I didn't realize that some of my family had made it out this way. I... Uh... I can't say for certain, of course, but my people did say that there is a sign that uh, over the entryway of this place called Lockwood Stables. Hmm. Did they find anything weird there, or is it just... what? What is its condition? He says, well, the condition wasn't especially great for what they said. He says they, uh, they weren't looking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed to be abandoned. Uh, they weren't entirely sure. And... Uh, Here's the thing. They uh, went onto the grounds, and they found something. What something? Well, they heard noises coming from the stables themselves. Apparently, there's a some manor there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they went into the stables, and they found horses. Okay. But the place seemed abandoned. But when they went up to the horses, something weird happened, and um, I, I don't really know how to explain it, except maybe you just want to talk to them. The horses? No, no. Oh. Well, maybe. He says, come with me. Uh, uh, okay. And he takes the two of you mm-hmm. into the, uh, the loading bay, and uh, he walks like into like a room in the back, and he says, uh, well, they've been like this since. And he just sort of like motions to the door. Um, I'll, I guess I'll walk in. Yeah. You walk in, and there's three people in the room. The room is just pitch black. Uh, the There's a forest gnome, uh, a half-elf, and a wood elf. And they sort of, like, as you open the door... And the light sort of streams in. The three of them all just sort of in unison stop and turn to look at the two of you. Hello. How are you guys doing? They don't really answer. They just sort of stare up at you. Do I? Can I see their facial features? Like, are they... You look tired and stuff, or you kind of can in the the dim light that's or the light that's streaming through into this dark room. Uh, make a uh, uh, insight check, uh, and uh, Tilly, you can as well. Uh, Alistair, you have disadvantage on it because you can't see them very well. 
What'd you get? I got a 16. And Tilly? 28. With a 16, uh, they all three faces look tired and like like just like really out of it. Uh, with a 28, Tilly, you also, a few things catch your attention. They all appear to act in unison, which is weird. And there's something like sunken in about their eyes. So it, it almost... Uh, uh, reminds you of the uh, uh, the faces that uh, Enya Everwinter and Davida had in the illu- or the images of the past that you saw. I let uh, Alistair know. Does it seem like that their minds have been manipulated, their memories, or that this is like an experience they would have meeting Illinok? Almost like that. Not not the the memory loss images. It's more the uh, like seeing something beyond their comprehension. I go up to the the forest gnome. Sure. And I look him in the eye and I just say, "What did you see?" Spoke to us. Who? What spoke to you? The horse did. It twisted its neck. Almost as if it would snap in two. And it opened its mouth in a wide smile. And its flesh peeled back. Its teeth lined all the way down its neck. And it asked, it asked if I wanted a ride. We just ran. We just ran. I, I don't I don't ever want to go back there again. You don't, you don't have to. You're okay. The wood elf in the back immediately hunches down and immediately starts throwing up. And just vomit just hits the ground and like the other two, the whatever unison they were in sort of snaps out and like they, they just sort of back off as the vomit like pools them in the ground. Make a perception check. Both of you. Twenty-one. Eight. Tilly, there seems to be something in the vomit. And it's a little hard to tell without getting too close. Alistair, his his mouth seems in order. His teeth are all there. But what he threw up was a pile of teeth. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.